fat guy in a little coat. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. You're listening to the dirtiest motherfucker in Texas. On Fat Guy Loves Cake. Yippee-ki-yay, Melon Farmers, and welcome to another episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine, and I am super-duper happy to have you here on August the 15th, 2022. We're starting a new Monday, a new week. How's everybody doing? I gotta tell you, fans, folks listening, or should I say not listening, me and the guys from Nerds Talking, the podcast, went to a lot of work to do that trivia show, and the fucking Friday show was the lowest numbers I have ever had. Ever. Like, it hit a certain number that I'm so ashamed to even say, and it just sat there all weekend. I thought, okay, because I know how my tracker works, my statistics tracker. Like, even if 50 people listen to it right when I put it in, it won't show up for like 24 hours. And even then, it's still not the actual numbers of who's been listening, because I know it's coming from different sources. It has to figure out who came from iTunes, who came from Spotify. It also has to track what they were doing it on. Like, was it a phone? Was it a laptop? Yes, Big Brother is watching you. But I hit a number on the Friday show, the very first part of the trivia championship, and it stopped, and it has not fucking moved. And it's a low number. And I don't get it. I thought, if anything, this was going to be the one that really brought people in. I'd have their listeners. I'd have my listeners. Plus, I posted it on everything saying, you got to check this out. But, you know, fuck me, right? <laughs> you know. So I guess that means I don't really have to put a whole lot of effort into making the shows anymore. If nobody fucking cares, right? I don't get it. I just don't get it. I'm looking at shows that I thought were just okay. And the numbers are like super high. I guess I'll have to assume that all my listeners are busy with their back-to-school shit. You do not put your children before Joey Valentine. Do you understand me? No, I'm just kidding. I think that's great. It means that my listeners are responsible parents. You'll get to me when you get to me. That's fine. That's fine. It also means that I can probably get a little bit more, you know, adventurous, bold, experimental, if you will. I could sit here and just talk about whatever I want. <laughs> No, but stick around. I got a full fucking show for you. I got tons of great stuff to talk about. And I'm going to replay the California Boy Country song that I recorded and played for you guys last week. Now, I'm sorry. I don't like to you know, be a ham and uh, rehash things that I've already done. I like to be unique and original. So let me tell you, this is unique and original. Because when I recorded that song the first time, it was rushed. My singing was very off-key. And I knew it, but I was just, I had worked so hard on so many things and I wanted to get it done so I could put it out before we did the trivia show. Vocals were off key. I slathered them in fucking sound effects and it just was not good. So I re-recorded the vocals while my voice sounds really good tonight and it sounds like a really legit country song for you now. You can understand all the words. I have not used anything to disguise my voice. I have not cheated in any way, and it's all in key, and it sounds great. So I'll play that for you guys in a little while. 
In the meantime, let me talk about my week. So uh, I had this thought at the skating rink earlier today when I was working. Pretty funny. Uh, I was watching all these parents, you know, with their young, young children film them doing things, you know, skating for the first time, eating nachos, doing the chicken dance. You know how parents are. And now that everybody has a phone with a camera on it, you know, every single human being in America is walking around with the ability to record every second of their lives. The children are being filmed doing everything. And I remember as a child who had parents who could afford a camera back when they were gigantic and really fucking super expensive. My mother was guilty of the same thing. Somewhere in her clutter, there has got to be a ton of VCR tapes of my childhood that I have absolutely no desire to look at. But I remember everything. Just sit there for hours, you know? And it's like, what do you want me to do? The only good thing that ever came of my mother filming was seeing me get hit a few times. I mean, she wanted me to perform. So there was a really great video one time. It was a Christmas video, and my sister was standing on this windowsill, and she was ringing this bell, and she was singing Jingle Bells. I think she was like eight, which would make me 12. And my mom was filming it because it was a precious moment. And I kept doing like the, you know, the rock on sign. Like I kept putting my arm in front of the camera and doing the horns, you know, like rock on. Then you hear my mom. <laughs> my mom goes, I am going to. And then my sister face kind of freezes. And then you hear. Whoosh, ow. <laughs> so that kind of shit's funny. But I mean, I don't want to go watch hours and hours of like me sitting at the table doing homework. While my father washes his coffee mug and you know what I mean? Like there's just hours and hours of this shit. And I got to thinking, man, the only, <laughs> the only time these videos are ever going to be watched is if the child dies. I know this is a terrible thought, but I feel like the more parents film their children, the more likely they are to die young. You know, in a movie, you see a parent like sitting there with a bottle of whiskey. The kid died in some tragic accident. You know, like he was out playing lawn darts or something and he took one in the jugular. And the father's sitting there blaming himself because he wasn't there as much as he should have been. And there's a video playing on the wall because he's got like a projector. And the kid's like, <laughs> I love you, daddy. And, you know, the father's crying and he's like, the video's still going in the background as it like pans around him, you know. Daddy, I'm trying to take a shit. Stop filming me. It's like all that useless video, all it's really good for is that situation. Terrible thought, terrible thought. I know, I know. I'm awful. Let's see what else this week. Oh, I've been playing this game, Far Cry 3. Now in the, yes, I'm going to get gamey here for a minute. Uh, there is a series of games called Far Cry on the Xbox, maybe on the PlayStation 2. I don't know, but there's a series of them. There's a sixth one that just came out. And since I've never played it and I just got into it, I started with three because that to me was like the graphics wise was the place to start. So I got Far Cry 3 because it's supposed to be an open world thing. And every time I get an open world game, if you've listened to my show, you know how much I love to deviate from the actual gameplay and just fuck with non-playable characters in the game. If I'm in a setting where there are pedestrians or people to interact with that are the computer, I find a way to fuck with them. I've mentioned this several times before, Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption. Well, every time I buy a game, it is with the intention of doing just that. And I played Far Cry 3 for a while, and it was 
It's a fucking great game. It's a blast. It's a setting where you are in a jungle. It doesn't say where, but it's very South American looking. Actually, it'd have to be South America because there's no jungle anywhere else. Okay, so this game, and I'm not one to try and find racism where it isn't. And I don't even think this is racist, but I just can't believe this wasn't ever like pounced on. Uh, the game starts off with a group of white kids. And I don't mean white. I mean like Colorado fucking snow white kids. The main character, the protagonist that you play as, his name is Jason Brody. I couldn't think of a more white dude fucking name than Jason Brody. And in this game, you get captured and you're sold into slavery, but you break free, but they still got all your friends. So there's like this warlord and all these people. And your goal, obviously, is to save all your friends. But what happens is you become, you end up becoming the leader of these people, these villagers who are all clearly South American jungle people, I, I think, I guess. I don't know. They're like, they look like Aztec people in Brazil, but they have Jamaican accents, so they can't seem to fucking pick a nationality. But either way, they're all faces tattooed and arms tattooed, and you end up becoming the leader of them. And I don't mean just like you're just kind of telling them what to do. I mean, like he stands up in front of them at one point in the game, and he's like, we will rise up against the tyranny of blah, blah, you know, and I'm like, what? And they're all like bowing down to him in front of this fucking, you know, like Aztecian looking steps thing, you know, like they have those, you know, what I'm talking about. And you think of Aztecs, you think of those fucking pyramids with the steps and shit. And they're all like bowing down to him like he's a god, Jason fucking Brody. And I'm like, I don't know how this did not sit well with somebody because it made me feel really uncomfortable, made me feel cringy as shit. And not a lot of things that make me do that. But the idea of playing as a white man named Jason Brody and being the leader of an indigenous people who see me as some sort of God, that didn't sit well with me. But that doesn't matter because it did stop me from brutalizing their village. <laughs> Once I had killed off most of the bad people, see, there was two different factions that you have to eliminate when you rise up with the village. And I killed off one of them, and then I was almost done with killing off the other on the other side of the island. And at this point, you've pretty much inhabited everywhere. Like the villagers have spread out and they've taken over all these bases that you've commandeered. So everywhere you go, you're walking around, you're driving around. These guys who are your devoted undying soldiers of whatever the fuck land you're in, they're always there. They drive by, they walk by, they say what's up. They, you know, give you congratulations. They say thank you for liberating us. And what do I do? I reward them by brutalizing them. It's like the same fucking thing. And they, it's funny because they'll all be hanging out at a village or something, you know, and they're like, oh, Jason, good to see you, man. Right near the beach. Boy, not a mercy. And I'm serious. They have Jamaican accents. I have no fucking idea why. I don't, whoever made this, because like I said, white, white, white protagonist, whatever the fuck nationality, good people. And then the, Bad guys are clearly some sort of East L.A. Vato type Mexican people that live in South America, I guess. But, you know, I, I walk into the village and they're like, oh, Jason Brody, man, good to see you. And I just shoot one in the leg and they freak the fuck out. Right. And they don't run. No, they start shooting back. They're like, oh, you fucking traitor, man. He's a fucking traitor. And they start fucking shooting at me, and I run away. And I'll be passing them, 
Like if they're driving down the road towards me and I get in front of their truck, I have the option to commandeer it. So they basically will willingly give it up to me so that I can use it because it's for the cause. <laughs> and they get out, I get in, I back up and I run them the fuck over <laughs> to show how grateful I am. And they're so fucking aggro because of this. And it's hilarious. You know, because they're like, okay, Jason, you need this more than I do, man, for the cause. And I back up and run over. And they're like, God damn it, every time, man. I think I trust Jason. I give him my truck and he fucking runs me over. <laughs> every time I'm like, man, he's going to run you over. And I'm like, no, I'm not this time. But yeah, I do. <laughs> I run them the fuck over. And there's some levels where I found that after you complete the mission and you go and return to a guy, like there'll be a guy and he'll go, oh, I lost my daughter or I lost my gold or whatever. And you go and you find it for him and you return it to him. You interact with him and he goes, oh, thank you. Well, once you do something like this, because that character was based on a mission, he wasn't just walking around as a civilian. Uh, he's kind of implanted in the code. So he can't be killed, but he can be shot and he can not like it and he can react to it. And it's fucking hilarious because you shoot him and he ducks down <laughs> and he can just take shot after shot. And it's so funny because the dialogue of him getting shot, his reactions to it are one funny because, you know, they're funny. And two, someone had to record this. And I always think about the guy in the recording booth. You know, his script says, okay, you're a South American Jamaican Vato. And the guy you really respect keeps shooting bullets into you and you really don't like it. So. Ready? Action. And the guy's like, oh, no, my, oh, ah, ah, no, ah, what are you, why, ah, ugh. and he's, it's really long and drawn out. You know, like when Bugs Bunny would die in the cartoons and he'd draw it out for a really long time, like, oh, the lights come, oh, you know, and <laughs> like just shooting him. I'm fucking flamethrowing him and he's all, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just totally fucking cooking this guy when the poor man is in digital limbo hell because he can't move and he can't die. <laughs> and I just had a fucking blast doing that. So, yeah. And I got a stack of fucking open world games that are going to be just like this. I got fucking Watch Dogs Legion. That's new. And the one before at Watch Dogs 2 was so fucking awesome. Like Grand Theft Auto, but less guns. And more like controlling people's phones and laptops and doing all kinds of digital shit. So like you could be walking down the street and you could make someone's cell phone like barbecues someone in their hand. Cooks their fucking face. Looking forward to playing that. So yeah, Far Cry 3. The overall game was pretty fucking rad too. It's an Xbox 360 game, so it's a little bit of an older one, but you know. So without further ado, let me play you California Boy, the remastering with the new vocals so that I can take a little break and drink water and we'll be right back. I'm in Lafayette down at the old fishing hole That was when he showed me more than his new fishing pole He laid me down gently in the old briar patch He said if I would like to pitch, then he'd really like to catch The California 
California boy Meets a Texas man Nothing you can do But take his hand And show me how to love And don't be too rough You gotta take it easy When you're doing but stuff My California boy Never thought I'd find love with a man to be true Lafayette said it's a secret just between me and you He rode me like a pony running down at the racetrack Life ain't been the same since his mountain got broke back When a California boy meets a Texas man Nothing you can do But take his hand And show me how to love And don't be too rough You gotta take it easy When you're doing much stuff But California you enjoyed that if you want a copy of it just uh, send me an email and i'll let you have it free o charge don't forget i have stickers and magnets and more stickers to come the ones that say i love butt stuff i heart butt stuff but if you would like some stickers and a magnet send me your address and i will send them to you free of charge already sending them out people are putting them on their cars i'm getting pictures of people putting them on their cars fucking cool man very fucking cool of you guys I was listening to Mitch Hedberg. I just had to share this with you guys. I was listening to Mitch Hedberg earlier today. And if you don't know who that is, uh, he's a comedian who passed away a while back, but he was a one of a kind and he is hysterical if you ever get a chance. But I had to share this joke with you because I'd never heard it before. He said, my fake plants died because I forgot to fake water them. (laughs) That's the kind of jokes that he did. They were really, really funny, real short one-liners. And he is definitely missed. Uh, so I got, um, man, I have a lot of shit I wanted to talk about. I got this new app that I wanted to try out on the show. I tested it just for a second, but I want to do it live on the show just because I think it would be funny. It's a program that will censor curse words automatically. It was designed for uh, radio shows actually back in the late 90s. And what it was designed for is so that people, if they accidentally swore, because, you know, there has to be a delay on the radio. So if somebody does curse, there's a guy there that can be like, he's got like eight seconds to uh, 
to catch it. So this was designed so that radio shows could be 100% live and there wasn't any latency. And so it would catch automatically catch swear words and censor them with the censor beep. Uh, it didn't catch on. Obviously, anything like that is going to be digitally flawed. I mean, you, there are certain things that machines just cannot do. And I can only imagine how many times people went live on the air with this and it failed. So I'm going to turn it on and I'm going to say some swear words. And we'll see what happens. I want to see what it will and what it won't let me say. Okay. <laughs> what am I going to say? <laughs> I haven't uh, said any swear words yet. Okay. Okay. So that worked. All right. Uh, yep. All right. <clears throat> me in the ass with a large and make me you dirty mother wow it caught all of those but see how's it going to know the difference if i say something that's not a swear word but sounds like a swear word like if i say the name yeah see like it just censored it i mean there's a lot of people named stop censoring it i'm saying the name what if i was talking about the van show oh i can't say van <laughs> I wonder if it catches racist words too. Should we find out? Should I say something racist? I'm scared too. Well, I can always edit it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did he say? What word did you use, Joe? What was it? Tell us. Nope. Uh -uh. <laughs> but it fucking got it. <laughs> You son of a bitch, you better not be the one we think it is. But we're calling Jesse Jackson. I would never, my African-American brothers and sisters, I would never use that word even in jest. Or would I? In the name of comedy. <laughs> well, what the f*** ever. I'm going to just turn this f***ing thing off now. Okay, let's see. Dick Van Dyke. Okay, there, I can say it again. Okay, that was fucking stupid, but a little bit of fun. Um... Man, I'm not going to get to anything. I had a three-way with a sex doll. Uh, talking about moms. Yeah, man, I had a lot of notes. Teachers are leaving at an alarming rate. I don't know if you know this, but teachers are jumping ship. Uh, the American Federation of Teachers says that by the end of 2022, that one-third of all teachers will have left their job, and only 20% of that will be for retirement while the rest will be for jobs that make more money. The average salary, according to the AFT, which is the American Federation of Teachers, the average salary is $66,397 a year, which, according to my calculations, is around $35 an hour with three months off. Are you fucking kidding me? $35 an hour? Minimum wage in this country is still an abysmal $7.25, which to me is absolute insanity. And teachers are making $35 an hour and leaving because it's not enough? And what are these jobs that are paying these wages that teachers can so easily leave to? Porn? Stripping? Phone sex operator? Dealing drugs to their former students? Who's fucking sitting around like, what do you make? $35 an hour, but it's just not cutting the mustard. What the fuck kind of life do you live? 
I understand that it's expensive to live in California, but I promise you, if you're making $35 an hour, you can swing it. And in Texas, you're going to be well off. I think it might be time for a career change. I think that it might be time for Joey Valentine to become a teacher. As we all know, I love attention and I love educating people. So maybe a career change is in order. Honestly, I would love to be a teacher. If children weren't so disgusting and didn't touch everything with their poo fingers and mouth breathe on every surface, I could do it. If I taught, it would have to be in a hazmat suit. If I were a teacher, I wonder how that would go. All right, everybody, quiet down, quiet down. It's time to start class. All right, does anybody know what we were talking about yesterday? Your fucking mama! <sighs> no, Paco, we were talking about fractions. We're going to talk about fractions again today because I don't think you guys are getting it. Fuck you, Mr. Valentine! If we could just not do that, that'd be great. Thanks. Now, fractions are an important part of life. You'll see that they're used quite often on a day-to-day -day basis. Like your mama's pussy! All right, that's it. Fuck this shit, okay? You know what? You can all kiss my black ass. I don't make enough money to take this shit every day. You can all just fucking leave now and go start your lives working at the fucking McDonald's and selling crack and giving hand jobs for fucking rent money. I'm out. Sharpton 2024. I don't know where I was going with that. Well, and on that, we'll just end the fucking show. <laughs> Watch, this will be like the most popular episode ever. Everybody have a wonderful day. If you'd like to reach me, it's fatguylovescake at yahoo.com. Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and be nice. I'm going to play you out with a little bit of <laughs> Lafayette's dry <laughs> What is fucking wrong with me? I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Joey, let's just give it a try. My butthole is dry, and I need your old man loving. You can have me ten different ways. It will be super gay, and I'll cherish you up inside me. I don't need to sound really trap, but I need a shit stab. My butthole is calling out your name. Even though you're from the south, I want you to fuck my mouth. A co-head Joey, 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 Forever and ever 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 forever and ever and ever and ever. Never, never.